What am I, sticky buggers? Hello, it's time for episode 33 of Pon'em Up. This month we're talking about obscure Japanese-only PS2 platformer Poiny's Point. We also have thoughts on the announcements from the recent Sonic Central livestream. Welcome back to uh, Pod'em Up. We are on episode 33, I believe. Flies by, yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm Ollie. That man there is Tibbs. I am. Hello. And we are Pod'em Up. Um, that was a surprisingly good intro, for considering I wasn't mentally prepared for that at all. Yeah, it's good. As I was just uh, saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not bad, is it? It's, uh, it's, it's nice weather again, finally. Uh, yeah, mostly, yeah. I'm sitting up in my um, in my little room here and um i would have the window open because it's boiling hot in here but i'm i seem to be um have two different bank holiday parties uh in the gardens outside my house uh, just wedged between them so uh probably best you make not. it sound like you're locked away like up in my little room like you're the man in the iron mask i, I kind of just, am yeah just, just stuck away in the well i am because uh, it's only a small room but i've got all my stuff crammed in here so it really is like <laughs> like a kind of Little man cave. It's, yeah, it's a man cave, but it's you know it's uh, there's not a lot. It, it's not very roomy, but you know I, I make do. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. So uh, how you been? What you been up to? Ah, yeah, I don't know. Just want to. It's been it's been a been a weird time. Been lots of work stress. Yeah. Lots of games to fit in. Yeah. Um, it's all been a bit bit a bit hairy scary, mm. but um, yeah, it's been all right. How about you? Well, I've been mostly playing games with my daughter uh, this month, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, so I've been playing. I've been back on Mario Maker Two. Mm. Um, of course, I love making little levels for her to kind of you know get into platforming a bit. Um, gradually trying to push her further and further into kind of dangerous territory. I made a level called uh, Alice Meet a Goomba the other day, um, which didn't go down well, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> she much prefers levels without any kind of peril whatsoever. But uh, yeah, even though you can do you can do fun things, like I put her in yeah. um, that little flying thing that um, Cooper, uh, the Bowser, Bowser Jr. flies around, and you yeah. can get in it, and you can fly around, and I've just made a little course where you can where you have to collect 100 coins, and you just have to bounce between stuff, and she, she enjoys that, yeah. But, oh, that's good. Yeah, but she's getting better at um, si- actually sitting and watching me play 
because before mm. she would just want to take the controller and have a go herself quite a lot but now she's it's quite good because I can just sort of sit and play a game and she'll just happily sit and watch me which is quite good so, I've, so you don't have to share exactly so I don't have to share yeah because <laughs> it is a pain my going out oh, God, all right, yeah. and she's not fooled by the old um, give her the second controller that isn't actually connected <laughs> thing that's uh, <laughs> she got past that quite a while back yeah um, but I have been going through the, the single player in Mario Maker 2 because I never really uh, um, did much of that the first time around where you have mm. to rebuild the castle. Yeah. So that's that's been quite good fun because those are lovely little designed levels, aren't they? There are, so there's some really good ones. The, and there, most yeah. of them aren't just like general Mario levels. They're usually themed to a particular thing, like they make use of a particular object or you know an idea, and each one kind of introduces you to an I- a new idea that you could put into your own levels, and it's... Um, Yes, it's really good fun. If you find a level too hard, you just sort of back out and try another one. There's loads of options and stuff. So, yeah, I've been been enjoying that a lot. Yeah, it's a good game. We've also been playing uh, some Sonic. We did we've we've done Sonic Mania a lot, you know, in the last sort of year or so. So we've I've tried her on Sonic Two. She sort of plays as Tails, tagging along, mm. um, which is a great mode really if you've got like an inexperienced player or a young kid because you yeah. can sort of carry on and they're they're involved. But pretty much most of the stuff they do is fairly inconsequential. But yeah, so the, the only pain is just to sort of keep her on the screen as much as you can, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I've tried her on Sonic Two, and she wasn't that keen on that one because she can't fly as Tails in Sonic Two. <laughs> so she likes just flying around and like airlifting me. So we've been playing through Sonic Three um, Angel Island Revisited. So that's been quite good. And that one, if you've only played that on single player, that's that's got a little mode in it, like a little addition, where if you're Tails and you go off the screen, you see a little Tails icon where Tails is oh, in re- right, re- relation okay. to you, which is quite useful. Yeah, that's really sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. been playing a bit of uh, Ristar as well. That's oh, not yeah. co-op, but she sort of sits and watches me enjoy that. I've never really... I've only ever got to level three on that before, whenever I've sat and played it. So I'm, I was going to say, that's that's a game we should cover Definitely. At it's, 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 you know, it's one of those classic hidden gem games mm. that you know a lot of people talk about, isn't it? This kind of thing. So I think Ristar will be on the list one day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh, I'm playing through it now anyway. I'm up to about level four now. It's a really, really good little platform, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, the music's fantastic. It's a great, well. one of the best Mega Drive soundtracks, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, just a, just another franchise that Sega sat on doing nothing with. <laughs> I know, it? I know. It's literally that one game, isn't it? That and his <laughs> appearance in Sonic All-Stars Transformed, I think, is the only two appearances yeah, he, of Ristar, is it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And he, in that is barely an appearance. But, he yeah. sort of waves the flag that he He does, so. yeah. That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's, right. an, he's a mascot too. Just give him something to do. He can wave the flag. Go on. He, just... he can wave the flag. He, <laughs> he's happy with that. He's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? A bit. Oh, I finished. I went back and finished Lollipop Chainsaw. Oh, cool. Because um, cool. I was right at the end of that, yeah. so I, I've managed to find time to go and go and complete that. It's, um, <laughs> it is a cracking game. That isn't it? oh, it's brilliant. Isn't it? yeah. That that final boss is mental. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Well worth sticking through if you. If yeah. You, if you were playing along with us and you didn't quite finish it, it's um yeah, great final boss and sort of twist at the end as well, I think. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very good. Um, that's kind of all I've been playing really. I haven't really got my teeth stuck into things. I've I've been playing a f- well, I've been doing a few bits in preparation for our next episode, but I'm gonna we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we've we'll got a couple of later. couple of interesting things planned. But yeah, so how about you? What have you been up to? Um I've been playing hype I've actually got through quite a few. Well, at least two big games since the last show. Mm. Um, I did Ghost of Tsushima on PS4. Okay. Um, it's a. Uh, do you know? Do you familiar with the game? No, not at all. Not really. Uh, you're a samurai, 
mm. and uh, it's it's based in the period of Japan's history where uh, the Mongols tried to invade Japan, basically, and mm. they they started on the island of Tsushima, and you play as a, a samurai. Um, you all the samurai are slaughtered by the Mongols, and you're like one of the last ones who remain, and mm. you have to reclaim the island of Tsushima, and that's it basically. I won't I won't say more because there's all twists and turns in the story that you know I don't want to spoil. Yeah, but it's it's really cool. Is it, it, it? There's a few times it forces your hand to do things that I'm not really... I, I wasn't happy about at first, because the whole thing, it drills into you the the samurai code of honour. So, you, you, there's no, you don't sneak attack people, you know, you face them face-to-face and you give them a chance to defend themselves, and, right. you, you know, it's really drilled into you that, you know, a samurai fights with honour and he doesn't, you know, resort to sneaky tactics. Mm. There's a few times where it kind of forces your hand where you don't really have a choice but to um, do something sneaky and do something dishonourable. And I, I didn't like that at first because when I played it, I thought I was it went in with the mindset, OK, well, I get what they're doing now. It's kind of like, you know, in games where you get the choice to be good or bad and, it all, yeah. you know. So I, I thought it was going to be like that. And I thought, right, I'm going to play as a, an honourable samurai. I see. So you have to do something bad. And you have to do a few bad things. I, yeah. And it really sort of... I th- it may mm. rub me up the wrong way a little bit at first. Because I thought, wow, you know, you can't lay out this this <laughs> mechanic and then just say, well, actually, no, you've got to do this. But it does serve a purpose in the, the grand story of the whole game. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it's a, a beautiful game. It's really, really, just a gorgeous game. It's one of those games you could just wander around. It's open world. I was going to say it's open world. Yeah, yeah, it's open world, and you could just wander around and see the sights. It's one of the few games where I think you know because they got a photograph mode in it, and mm. I I don't think I ever use photograph no, modes I in games. I don't. I really. don't. Know. But it's one of the ones where I think yeah, you could actually take some really good little screenshots and some really nice artistic mm. sort of looking things in there okay. um, and it's even got a mode in there um, where you can play the whole game in black and white so it actually feels more like an old classic samurai film um, <laughs> but yeah cool. it, yeah it's a really cool game I really enjoyed it uh, it took me I don't know how many hours to complete I think it's probably about 16-17 hours mm, okay. um, it's got a few of the usual open world annoyances where sometimes it just feels like you're arbitrarily being sent to pick up random things on a map. You know, there'll just yeah. be, you know, one of the, one of the tasks is there's forty flags hidden across the map that you have to get, and I just, you know, I just can't be bothered with it. No, I don't, yeah, you know? I'm, yeah, I'm much the same about open world games. I've got, I don't know, they they really have to kind of grab me. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some there's lots of optional side quests in the game that are worth doing because um, mm. you you can unlock um, new armor and weapon upgrades and things like that, and you can complete the game fine without them, uh, but they're really handy to get. And those yeah. sort of things, I don't mind going across the map and going to different places and you know doing all these little point-to-point things. But some of them, it just feels like it's in there just to pad out the game. You know, collect 40 Mm. flags. Why? Why? 
I don't. I know some people like it. Some people love it to get all the the platinum trophies or whatever. Yeah. But it's not for me. But yeah, I would say yeah. Um, highly recommend it. Um, mm. well worth picking up. Uh, the second game I played through was Dishonored on the PS3. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's another. It's not really no. It's not open world, but it's kind of a um. A game where you can choose to be, you choose how you want to play it. It's possible to complete the whole game without killing anyone. It's kind okay. of like a, a steampunk Victorian era stealth em up, and um, you mm. play a bodyguard to the Empress, uh, and the Empress has been murdered, and you've been framed for a murder, and you have to beat the bad guy behind it all and you know reclaim the the throne for the good guys mm. um i'm trying to think if i've played a demo of this but it's a fairly oldish game now I, mean, not I old, think it is fairly yeah not it's, super recent it's not super recent no not at all is it first person first person yeah i think i might have played a demo of yeah this, and yeah. there's like all rats going about and yeah 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 it's not bad it's not bad i wanted to like it more than I did, I think. Mm. Uh, the controls are a little bit janky. Um, there's this... One of the key sort of powers you get, you unlock these sort of supernatural powers, and depending... You can choose where, whether you use them for good or evil, you that kind of thing. But one of the key powers that you've got is like... It's almost like a teleport, but you can pick a point uh, within a certain radius of you, and you can, like, shoof, straight forward to that point, like, really fast. Yeah. And you can go up and climb onto things with it. You can climb onto ledges. You can climb onto lampposts and things. If it's something you can climb on, the little icon that you know where you select where you're going to go. If you can climb onto it, it changes into these little up arrows. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's really hard to notice whether it's showing the up arrows or it's just the normal thing. So there'll be times where you think, okay, I'm going to jump and climb onto that, and you just fall straight down and either die because you took too much fall damage or you fall straight into a bunch of enemies and it ruins your whole plan and it happens so many times so it's just a matter of like the iconography basically it's not clear enough it's not clear enough it's not clear Mm. enough and sometimes it I don't I checked my controller to make sure there's no drift on the analog sticks but sometimes I could have sworn that it was all lined up perfectly and it just didn't work yeah, I mean, it's on the icon thing, I find a lot of games like that, button press icons, when it tells you to press a button, it's very hard to tell what which buttons they mean sometimes. Yeah. And like, like on the, the stick, you have to get really close to the screen. There's another one of my bugbears, like really small text and oh, icons. Do you, do you know what? I was about to say that. I, yeah. Maybe I'm just getting old, but I notice it particularly in Dishonored. Yeah. I couldn't make out a bloody thing. Yeah, it's such it's such a common problem with like AAA games these days, yeah. and it has been for a number of years now. You've got to get right up close to the screen. What, are they, what do you actually want me to do? Is it yeah, up? What, what, Is it down? Yeah. It winds me up. No, oh, it, it, it really, really does. does. Luckily, the, in Dishonored, they have got some accessibility options where you can crank yeah. up the size of all the in-game icons, and oh, that makes that's, it that's makes it need, doable. Yeah. 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 But I remember back when I first got my Xbox 360 way back when... Mm-hmm. I don't know, 2007 or something. Um, I didn't have a HD telly then. I just had an old CRT yeah. little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had the exact same thing. I got yeah, it. Dead Rising was the one. When yeah. I played Dead Rising, you couldn't read a bloody thing on it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, playing a 360 on a little... I had just had a little portable like um, CRT, like a 14-inch one. Yeah, my mum was just, much bigger than that, yeah. Yeah, 
But it's just, <laughs> and you couldn't make head nor tail of anything on that. You it's, couldn't it's at amazing. all. I yeah. wonder if it's the same thing, because I, I mean, the telly I've got now, I've had for about, probably about nine years, mm. you know, so it's, it's 1080p, but, you know, in this era of like 4K, yeah. 8K, HDR, yeah. you know, massive screens... Is it just that my is it that same situation again? Is it just because I've got an old telly? I don't. I know. always feel like these kind of games are aiming at people who have the 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 latest kind of TV that's really really massive, like sixty five inch or whatever, <sighs> something ridiculous like that. And it's it's just right. This will look great, and I'm sure it does because then you can probably see the icons fairly clear. I'm sure it does, but who's got the but room or money for that? I, well, it's, it's baffling, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> people do though. You, you'd be surprised, but I mean. <sighs> It, it, what about the rest of us? You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. As long as I mean, it's good they added an accessibility option for that because I think that's something every game needs. There's now. some games that don't know. I've got yeah, um, yeah. Worms, Weapons of Mass Destruction because I love the Worms games, the yeah. the, the classic 2D Worms oh, games. Who doesn't? Yeah, brilliant. Um, and I cannot, I can't play it. I can't play the game. <laughs> it, the icons are too small. Ah, yeah. You know, that's, I. And I tried it on Game Pass because I thought, oh, maybe because I I got it on Switch, and I thought, well, maybe the Game Pass one, you know, maybe it's like a port of the PC one, and it's yeah. you know some no nothing, mm. and I, I, I can't play it. it mm. uh, makes me sad. It's a terrible thing. Isn't it? I mean, on PC, I suppose you're closer to the the screen, so it might make more sense. So maybe they yeah. based it on that, and then it, haven't bothered to change it when they move it to consoles. You know. Yeah, but I mean, I. You, I got my glasses on. I should be able <laughs> yeah. to, you know. Oh well, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, you'd think that something like that would come up it, during development at some point, you know. But yeah, unless, like you say, the, you know. Well, I suppose it, when they in the developers' office, I bet they got massive, nice, big screens. Oh yeah, that's and, the thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, they they don't, you know, they don't nip down cash converters and buy a load of old clunkers just to make sure it works on them. Do no, they? but they should. They should. They really, really should. I mean. Yeah. In my work, we make little games for kids, and we have to make sure that they work on the crappiest device because kids get the hand-me-down devices. Yeah, but, you know, yeah they, exactly. Yeah, and you know, we, we we work with the BBC and do games and stuff, and they test our games on the most terrible little devices. And you know, if they don't work on them, then then you've got to go back and just make <laughs> make sure <laughs> make it works. Yeah. Make sure it works, and it's ridiculous. And but games companies should be doing the same with TVs and things like that for you know accessibility because there's all a whole range of ways we can play their games yeah and you know it's, it's just something you got to do yeah. you know I know 4k is out there now and I know 8k is out there but 1080p is is the standard at the moment basically yes you know yeah. 4k is luxury 8k is I'm really rich you know <laughs> but yes. f- for us on the the lower echelons 1080p is is the standard basically yes. you know so it yes. should be that should be the target I think but but yeah, so um, it's getting sidetracked there. But yeah, so I, I did that. I played that one to completion, and I thought that was okay. Um, it relied a bit too heavily on. There's lots of stuff to read. A lot of the story is told through like documents that you pick up and oh, stuff. I, I, I don't have time for that. There was I, a time I when I'd have that loved that, but yeah. at the moment, I don't know. It just when I, I just I couldn't be bothered with it. I'd like to be able to, but the reality is, I don't have the patience to to just sit and read. No books in a game you know then i started to play prey okay that's made by the same team as dishonored Mm. um space station little aliens they can disguise themselves as any object on the screen so they could be like a coffee cup or a chair or creepy yeah so it's very creepy very scary very tense like um like the polymorph in red dwarf yes yeah 
like that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. That's a good yeah. idea for a game, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really good, yeah. Same kind of problems as the other one. Lots mm. of reading. Um, I didn't yeah. get that far into it. I find it a bit difficult. Mm. Um, not ashamed. Not ashamed to say. Um, I find some of the some of the enemies really overpowered. Um, yeah, I I haven't played it all the way through. Uh, I only played maybe a couple of hours of it, maybe two, three hours. Mm. Um, and I realised it wasn't really clicking with me at this point, so it's gone back on the shelf for now. Um, okay. I would. I'm going to make a guess. I don't know if this is true. So if this is a spoiler, um, it's not intended to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet that the person you're playing as turns out to be one of the shapeshifting aliens. <laughs> That's going to be the, the. I bet that'll be the twist. I don't know if I'm right or not. When we, it's quite a good twist. I suppose. Yeah, I was going to say that's quite. It's what I do if I wrote it. But um, yeah. yeah. And then finally, <laughs> I started playing only today. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, which one's that? That is. It's well, uh, so many Star Wars games. I, I don't know. I don't know which one's which. It's the most recent one. That's not the not. It's not one of the bad ones with the loot boxes. Mm. Um, it's just a, a. It's just a good single player story based third person. Okay. Platformy action thing. Mm. Cool. So far, it's really good. Um, the only thing I would say. There's some really good fighting in it. You know, you get a bunch of stormtroopers. They're all, you know, coming at you. You give them a good old slice with a lightsaber like you're doing. They fall over and they're dead. So you think, Mm. okay, that's fine. You're walking around, you're exploring the area, blah, blah, blah. They just blink out of existence. They just go. (laughs) The model just... Like it oh, doesn't, right. it doesn't fade. It doesn't, it doesn't fade. blink even, and go. Even in Goldeneye, they faded away, didn't they? That's what I mean. I mean, I, I, I know. Uh-huh. The save some resources. You know, call the models out of the world. That's fine. Oh, yeah, of course, get rid of them, but, but do it give, nicely. give some sort yeah. of fun. They could have made it look like, like I don't know, wispy effect as if they were being absorbed into the force or something. I yeah. don't know. Make up something, yeah, yeah. but don't just have them just disappear. You know, yeah, it's a, a bit rough, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit yeah. rough for a game as as obviously high budget and polished as as the game is. Yeah. and you know something like that it just makes you think. Oh, hang on a minute. Well, what's you think that there? was on their to do list, and they just they released the game. They well, right, we've ticked everything off. We've done really, really well. And then just as it's coming out, oh, we forgot about that one. We forgot about that that <laughs> bug. We didn't. Oh, we didn't. We didn't, do we didn't make them fade away in that wooshy thing that we wanted to do. Oh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be something. I don't. I don't know why. They wouldn't. Why they would have left it like that? It's definitely not an artistic decision. No. Um, so I don't know. No, so I the think creative I th- team will be going mad with that. Yeah. <laughs> so all in all, yeah, I've I've, I've played through a couple of games. Uh, I've been yeah. one game and I've just started another one. And uh, Pointy's Point. Yeah, Pointy's Point. Yeah, which was by the way is our book club game. Um, yeah, that sounds um, very productive. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Thank very you. Good. Well done. Like, now put the hours in. You do put the hours. Yeah, gaming. It's, <laughs> do you know what? Gaming is stressful, isn't it? Trying oh, it to get all the games in that you want to play. Yeah, it's very, very stressful, isn't it? Yeah, it, it yeah. can be. It, it, yeah. When you've got a job, it's yeah. it's tough, isn't it? You know, yeah. I I didn't realise how good we had it when we were at school, and you could just come home and just play games for like six hours straight in the evening. Yeah, not a problem. I mean, and it's even harder when you've got a kid because you can't even really do it during the day in the in, no. a, in a weekend. You know, unless it's something really family friendly. 
Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult. Times, yeah. You know, there's sometimes like you know, I and then I you've co- got to then you've got to go out and do like family stuff. You know, yeah. and it's, you know, it just all takes it away from, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah there is. Some, you know, there's sometimes you finish work. I think, right, I'll play a game. I got, oh, I've got a half hour. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> then you put it in, and oh, it's, it's an update. I oh, can't, I can't play it for twenty minutes. <laughs> Honestly, the the Xbox is the worst for that. At least yeah. with at least with PlayStation, you can you can like continue. You know, that's the thing. Can so you continue without the update? Because more continue often without than not, the update. I, I don't just, think I've I never don't. been able to get that working with the Xbox. It just really? says, yeah, mm. I, I no, don't know if gotta, it's even you've got to have the update. It's very important. Oh, <laughs> nothing worse. There's yeah. probably a few things worse, but it's up there. Oh, it's definitely one of the the most common like gaming uh, problems that people talk about, isn't it? Yeah. People compare it to like C sixty four and like eight bit computer days, where you have to load the the tape and it takes like ten twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you, people just say you haven't moved that far from from all those years ago. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous, really, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. I I gotta say though, I did think when I was playing. Um, Star Wars. Yeah. The opening of the game is really it's really impressive. It's really epic. You know, mm. it's really and I, ju- I honestly I just I remember thinking back when Star Wars episode 1 came out that would have been around 2000, 2001 something like that. I think it's 99 or something. Was it like was it 99? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. Might have been. Um I got with my paper round money. Um mm. I bought the PlayStation One game, Star Wars Episode One. Mm-hmm. It's not a very good game, if I'm being honest. But at the time, mm. I was really excited to get home and play it. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed, you know, I I enjoyed it for a while, you know, yeah. for the time. Yeah. I just rem- thought, if I was playing this, if you could show, you know, younger me mm. what a Star Wars game would be now, it would have blown mm. my mind. And oh, I just yeah. thought, you know, I. I I just don't ever take for granted how good video games have gotten now. How incredible yeah. some of the things they can do are now. Oh, it's it's constantly wows you, doesn't it? It yeah, really does. It, yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, I, I think sometimes, especially on you know YouTube videos and certain forums and things, where it, you know it's really cool to be snarky and and mm. and dismissive mm. about games, and they go, "Oh, they didn't even try with this. Oh, they made no effort with this. All that kind of stuff." Yeah. You push all that aside and actually look at the what is in front of you there. You know, yeah, the, just the work and the hours work that have gone, gone into, into it. it. It's incredible. Yeah. It really is. You yeah. know, and it's yeah, it's just I love, I love just, games. I know. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I think how lucky we are as gamers. We've got so much and so much choice and yeah. so many so much effort poured into every single one of them. You know, it, it's a lot of work to make a game. It Especially is a triple A game with hundreds of people. Uh, and an indie game made by one person, you know, they they are all tremendous amounts of work put yeah, in. Yeah, it's and the, yeah, and it does annoy me when you get people say, "Oh yeah, no, it's just it's got this thing wrong with it and this thing wrong with it. It's a terrible game." You know, it's yeah, just, I it's mean, very. It's fine to be critical about. Oh, of course, the, the things yeah. you like, but I think, I think what what I find hard to get behind is when when you hear people say oh they made no effort here they yeah. made no effort it's like really yeah. no no they made effort it's they just made effort. things don't always go to plan you get different opinions you get different management coming in it, it just uh, and, and deadlines and things yeah. like that it's, it's there's a lot of complicated factors that you can't say that people didn't put the effort in because 
I think pretty much invariably they they, they always do. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm not saying every game is a passion project. I know some no. games are, you know, they're corporate products. They're you know mm. they're designed to sell, but still, yeah. that doesn't mean you know the people working on it. You know, just kick back and just just half-assed it. You know, they still mm. put the effort in. Mm. But, yeah. That um, that reminds me. You you also played another game, uh, that <laughs> month, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Slide Stars. Yeah. Featuring What's that about, then? Holly. What's it? Holly H. I don't know where it is now. The I, box is over there somewhere. Yeah. Twenty it features. Get this. Not one. Mm. But twenty world famous influencers. Oh, I, I bet I could name every single one of them. I really oh, do. You, yeah. you really could. Yeah, <laughs> basically, you you play as one of these influencers. Not Holly H. So you've got to unlock her. She's on. The, she's on the cover. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. She's on the box. Right? She's on the box, right? But, but you can't play as her. I she's not got, like the, the yeah, default got, character. She's not the default character, and you've got to unlock her with like twenty five stars or something, and. <laughs> That takes a bit of time. That takes a bit of time. Um, yeah. yeah, so basically it's like a water slide thing. You sit on a inflatable flamingo. Uh, mm. I've unlocked the flamingo. I've got the banana. Um, there's a rubber ring. There's all sorts of stuff you can get. And yeah. you, you've got to slide down and collect things as you go. There's like little bits of fruit you can collect, little stars. Uh, there's obstacles and things. Um, the controls are really weird um on the first stage you can make your character i don't know the name of them um flop off and if you if you wangle jangle the controllers right perfectly you can make them spin around in the water so they're like holding onto the banana and doing like somersaults in in place going <laughs> under the water over the water under the water over the water All i right. tried to to record it with the the you know the um, share button on the PS4, mm. but I couldn't get to to get the right bit. Oh, um, yeah, I mean it's 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 fantastic. I mean, in terms of in terms of bang for buck, you can't fault it. You no. you just can't. The star power that it's got with the twenty of the 20. world famous influencers, yeah. and they give you little inspirational quotes as well. I think I I, I put one on the Twitter. I think where. One of the influences is it just comes in the loading screen. It's just got little quotation marks. You know, like um, when you play Call of Duty, uh, every time you die, it gives you some poignant quote from a philosopher or someone, you know, pointing out the futility of war or something. <laughs> okay, like that. I, I'm not a Call of Duty player, but I, I, I okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it, it, that's what happens basically. Right. Um, so on this, <laughs> the loading screen comes up, and it comes up a, a little quote, and it said it said something along the lines of. Love the ocean and all the life within it, and it said, you know, cool guy forty seven or something, or whatever this, this influencer's <laughs> yeah. name was. I was like, as if he's some philosopher. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that's really amazing. deep for a game about you know riding yeah. the flamingo down a water pipe. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect that kind of you know insight. And so the, the whole point of this was to get to see if you could get twenty retweets, to, to, then it would go in the book club. Yeah, we got we got two, book. I think. We got two, luckily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was only eight quid, though. So. Oh yeah, know. no, yeah. It's um, it's yeah. It's one of those sort of real hilarious shovelware sort of games, isn't it? Really. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of. I, my hope was because 
have you ever bought a game before where you've never heard of it or mm. you know you just don't know what it is yeah and it turns out to be brilliant oh yeah 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 yeah. And that doesn't happen much these days. And I thought, no. wow, slide stars, that might just be, you know, the diamond in the rough there. Sometimes you can find games that are weirdly addictive. Yeah. And you wouldn't expect them to. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, kind of going back to our, our point, you know, it's, it, it doesn't matter what the game is. It, you know, people can put the effort into something even like that, saying, okay, we've got this job. We might as well make it the best game we can. Exactly. You know, there's that Mega Drive one, isn't it? That Treasure Made. The, was it the McDonald's tie-in one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be really good, isn't it? Yeah, it's meant think. to be really good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you yeah. know, Slide Stars, I mean, in terms of... I don't think I've ever seen an inflatable banana rendered so accurately ah, fair in enough, a game, yeah. Yeah. you know? So... Brilliant. That's something to put on your LinkedIn, whoever made that, you know? Mm. Banana artist. Top banana. Top banana. News. Right. Very good. Should we uh, move on to the news? Yeah, let's move on to the news. Okay. I've, I've got some. Uh, well, a lot of Sonic news has kicked off this 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 week. Um, but before I get into that, have you got anything else that you want to talk about? The new Nintendo game. The um, game. Game Maker Garage. Oh yeah, yeah. That looks really good. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at a lot of it. It's um, like a game maker. Like a game maker, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it looks like really kind of simplified it's, and. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's got like a flowchart thing, and you put your code together that that way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. looking at some of the the demos and stuff that um, you know, they've shown in the trailers and things, it looks like it's really quite flexible. Mm. Um, I do wonder how. Because obviously the, the the big appeal of those sort of games is not just to make things yourself, but to share them with other yeah. players. Yeah. Um, and I wonder how flexible Nintendo are going to be. I can imagine Nintendo being quite censorious about what they allow on their network and things. So, yeah. you know, <clears> I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see what people come up with. Because I... Well. There's yeah. that software Dreams on the PlayStation we've talked about before, I think, yes. um, where you can make games. And people started making recreations of Mario games in there. And I, uh-huh. I believe that that was given the banhammer. Um, either, I don't know if it was a cease and desist by Nintendo or if Nintendo had a hand in it, but I know a lot of them were you know, taken down all of a sudden. All okay, the ones maybe that had Mario maybe they stuff. took it down for fear of Nintendo yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, you know, I do wonder how strict it's going to be, what stuff you can share, and how much freedom people are going to have to, to make things. But I like the yeah. I like the concept of it, and it's getting oh, yeah. a physical release, so it's oh, all good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Game, there's a lot of game-making kind of stuff going on these days, mm. isn't there? Whether it's like an engine that you could do in, on the PC or, you know, just a, an actual game. It's quite yeah. it's interesting, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was the, the the only bit of news I could think of. There's probably okay. something really obvious I've forgotten, but no. Yeah, so. yeah. So um, uh, there was like a, there was a, a Sonic Central event this yeah. week that happened. That was like a Nintendo Direct, but for Sonic. For uh, Sonic. Final, yeah. Finally revealing some 30th anniversary stuff they're doing after being silent for the whole year so far. Hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? So yeah, so we, uh, interesting. So we've got Sonic Colors Ultimate, which is a, a re-release of Sonic Colors. Um, Sonic Origins, which is uh, another compilation, but interesting for two re- two things. It's got yes. Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic and Knuckles, and Sonic mm-hmm. CD on it. First time they've popped up in a long time. Yes. 
Um, the big million dollar question being, does it, will they have the music that's supposedly seems to be causing them a problem in it? Or will they, what will they do with it? And the second million dollar question. Yeah. Is, is it going to be the Christian Whitehead engine? Yes. Behind it. One because would you, hope. But... Well, if you look at the trailer, Sonic 1, 2 and CD are all widescreen. Sonic 3 Knuckles aren't. However, since then it has been confirmed by someone at Sega that they will be widescreen. So obviously they're doing something with it. Um, you would think for the other games, it, it would be far easier to put those those versions in because they've already been made. Yeah, just just put them in, and rather than having to make a whole new one with widescreen in it, you know that, that would seem very silly, wouldn't it? So you you would hope that that's what they would do, and then you would hope that they would. Well, you would hope that they would use the retro engine to to make Sonic Three Knuckles, but maybe they think it's easier just to hack the ROM, much like fans have been able to do lately yeah I mean I've got to be honest it's such an easy it's such an easy win for Sega really 30th anniversary whack out a compilation disc you've got the engine you know it works just Mm. put the the Christian Whitehead Sonic 1 Sonic 2 we know he made a, a proof of concept of the Sonic 3. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure you could get him on board to just polish up any bits and pieces, get the Sonic 3 out there. Sonic CD is already, you know, um there's a Christian Whitehead version of Sonic CD. Yeah. Sonic and Knuckles is the same as Sonic 3, so you know, yeah. if it works for one it'll work for the other. Mm-hmm. Just put them out. Uh, yeah. Whack on I'm, some think... a few bonus content on there and you're done. Easy yeah. money. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really worried they're going to fumble it, and it's just going to be. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to think about the worst case scenario. That ple- that PS4 Mega Drive compilation. But yeah, you're not a fan of that one. Oh you, my, no. it's dreadful. It's so mm. bad. It's so mm. bad. How can how can Sonic One drop frames on a PS4? <laughs> it's unbelievable. So yeah, I'm really yeah. worried that they're just going to fumble it. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you would think just going by the fact that they're widescreen would suggest that they, you know, at the very least, those Christian Whitehead versions will be on consoles, which is what we've been asking for for ages now. But then the um, the Switch versions of Sonic 1 and 2 are widescreen. And they're, they're not the Christian Whitehead ones. Are they widescreen? I don't yeah. think they are. I think they're boxed, aren't they? Are they? They've, are got, they... they've got graphics next to them. Oh. I, I believe. I'm pretty sure they do. Um... No, I think the only widescreen Sonics are the Christian Whitehead ones officially. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm. The plot thickens. The plot thickens, yeah. So that would be the obvious thing to do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, And it would be lovely if they had more features as well, like making every character playable in every zone, you know, every character combination like Sonic and Tails in Sonic 1, you know. That'd be great for me and my daughter because then we could play all of them, you know. Yeah. Um, And even things like little challenges you know like taking a, a portion of of a level changing the objects around and saying okay get all the rings in this before the time limit expires and things like that you know like little, little nuggets to, to expand on these games and make them feel a bit fresher you know hmm. i'd love something like that It'd be really cool there's so much they could do with it and i, I like i say I, I don't want to fall into the trap that i that i fell into earlier you know that i said other people fall into where they say oh well you know they're not putting any <laughs> yeah. effort in you know I, yeah. i'm i'm conscious that i'm skirting that line but <laughs> i don't think it would take 
much in the way of resources and development time for Sega to put out the Christian Whitehead versions and you know just stick on a load of you know they must have an archive full of old tv adverts and oh, radio do, yeah. adverts and making of things that they've recorded just whack it all on there just put it yeah all on whatever there. you can find yeah you know even if it's some of the same stuff they've done before like in sonic jam had a load of that stuff yeah you know just just put it all on there just you pile know. it all on chuck you in know. the game gear games you know they're they're you know only a few kilobytes each or whatever they are yeah exactly so exactly it's, it's a no-brainer yeah that one you know, it's just... yeah i mean you could really do a you know a definitive sonic retro collection yeah you know with all just... the old 2d platformers yeah, yeah. and i can't imagine because it's all first party sega developed stuff with the exception of the the legal issues of sonic 3 yeah it's not like there's any rights issues to overcome, surely. You can just no. just whack it all on there. Yeah. Well, I mean, fingers crossed. We'll see. It's, I'll be it's buying got, it. It's got I'll, be, I'll be buying it anyway, because I'm an idiot. I will. So. <laughs> you know. yeah. Of course. I need, I need another way to play Sonic 1. I was going to say, I, I've got a bit... This is go, I've got to have the pay for Sonic 2 the 17th or 18th time, yeah. now, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, please uh, take my money, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Um, there's a... There's a Sonic Symphony coming, which I'm quite excited about. Like, yeah, um, that'd be quite interesting. Uh, classical interpretations of Sonic tunes. would be, be a little concert. would be lovely to watch. Um, and the big news, uh, big new Sonic game coming that they teased and didn't tell us much about. But since, <laughs> since due to a... Uh, did you see this? Like a, a an incorrect a press release that they didn't mean to send out to all like the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> To all the um, you know the games news comes in, they sent the wrong press release basically, and it revealed that the title of the game is Sonic Rangers, but and they didn't mean oh. to say that. <laughs> so it's pretty unofficially, it's unknown, but pretty much it's known as Sonic Rangers. Anyway, it's supposed to be an open world game. Have you heard this rumor? No, no, no. It's going to be because apparently people have play tested it, like an early build, like mm. a, almost like a focus group thing, and like these messages have appeared in various places. Coming from back in January, but they sort of surface now. Um, the rumor is that it's going to be like an open world kind of deal, with Sonic just running around an open place and doing challenges. And has, I think it'll have little, little more normal levels within it, but you know, kind it of a breath work. of the wild kind of thing. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it'll be an interesting take on the open world because you don't normally get a character that can move that fast. In such a big, large, I was, I was thinking thing. that it's going to have to be a pretty big map, isn't it? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to be a big map, yeah. Um, but sort of the freedom to run around that fast might be quite nice as a, yeah. a as a thing to experience. Yeah. yeah, Sonic Rangers. Yeah, no, I'm not sure about the name either. It's it makes me think it's going to be more long. It's going to be less Sonic and more lots of sidekicks. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't like know. A, I don't know. Yeah, I Could might be. be wrong. I might. I know. I know. I, I know. People who grew up on the modern Sonic games love all the sidekicks and stuff. Oh yeah, of course. Know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's it's a matter of taste. But why haven't yeah. they said Sonic Mania two? Well, yeah, that would be the that would be the next question. Yeah, it's almost getting to the point now where it's it's too it's all, it's not too late. You could you could release it any time, but it's it feels a bit too late to capitalize on it do you know what i mean like, yeah like if they were going to do it they would have done it by now I yeah I mean. so yeah what's going on yeah what is going on mm. is... i mean that team have formed an official company now i think they're called evening star the question being what are they working on 
you know, are they doing something original or are they doing that? You know, they just no. I, I honestly, I love Sega, but they they confuse me. They baffle me with their decisions. <laughs> I just don't understand. I just don't understand it. I mean, Sonic Mania sold more. That was like one one of the best selling Sonic games of recent history. One yeah. of the one of the best rated critically and you know um, in terms of fans. It's just, everyone loves it. No one dislikes Sonic Mania. No, it's no. sold by the bucket load. So yeah. what have they done? Put it on the back burner. You can always rely on Sega to never do the obvious. No, I you. know. <laughs> I know. They, whatever it is, they will not necessarily do it right away, will they? <laughs> it just it, the whole world is clamouring for a Sonic Mania two. The every everything everyone said when the first one came out, make another one and just let them do all original zones. Yeah. You know, just give them free reign to do whatever they want because this is brilliant. Let's see what they can. You know, let's see how they can iterate on this and make it better. Yeah. And silence. Yeah. I know, it's, it's the most gut-wrenching thing, isn't it? It is, it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like Sonic Colours. You know, it was, it's one of the better of the modern it's, Sonics. It's, it is a good, it's a good game, yeah. It is a good game, yeah. Mm. But I don't know if anyone was clamouring for a HD remake of it. Whereas everyone, <laughs> I mean, everyone wanted yeah. Sonic Mania 2. Uh, certainly more people want Sonic Mania 2 yeah. than Sonic Colours HD. Yeah. Game. Yeah, yeah, I know. But... I think yeah, Sega seem to be in. They don't have a lot of money. I don't think they don't have a lot of resources these days. No. You tend to feel like, you know, they'll do a big game occasionally, like the Sonic Rangers thing. But everything else is kind of like the cheapest possible thing they can do to get something out. Sometimes it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and so maybe Sonic Mania Two is just too expensive. I don't know. It doesn't strike me as a particularly expensive game. Well, but not not compared to you know the the sort of three D you know what do they call them the dash style boost style games, boost yeah. style yeah yeah um, like the boost style games. I I don't know. Um, mm. I like Sonic. I'm gonna again. I'm I'm gonna end up buying whatever comes out basically yeah. because you know. <laughs> I like to moan and then just enable them by buying whatever they put out. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes. Just you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> just forget it, Sega. Do whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah, it does, ultimately it doesn't really matter, does it? We'll you buy know, it well. Yeah. We're going to buy it anyway. So yeah. Fine. Okay. But no, I think I, I, it'd be interesting to see what they do. I don't. I, yeah. I got the feeling that there were more announcements to come. I think they're. Uh, yeah, I think they're they're holding their cards a bit close to. Yeah, I, mean, I don't get... think that was the whole of the. You know, that's Sonic Celebration. Thanks for coming. See you they next said, year. You know, they I said think as much. They said more stuff is coming. There's definitely so. more coming on the way. So hopefully, yeah. you know, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what else they got coming up. But um. Hmm. Anyway, Sega, pod them up at gmail.com if you want any help you know, with yeah, your franchise. We're, we're, we're here all the time you know? just, as a you know, um, official pod em up consultant, consultancy. Cons- yes. consultancy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, okay. So, um, shall we move on? Yeah, let's do it. Pointy's point. <laughs> Pointy's point. No, I hadn't heard of it either. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to hear about it uh, after this break. Yes. The Video Game Book Club.
Welcome back. Um, yeah, this month we're talking about Poiny's Poin. Poiny's Poin. This is a Japanese-only release for the PS2 from September 2002, and it's developed by Alvion Co. Limited, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Um, I think this is by far our most obscure game so far. I was going to say, I know usually you, you you read out like a little paragraph of notes that you found somewhere. Yeah. The game doesn't even have a, it, a you know game FAQs page. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. It's got nothing. <laughs> it, there aren't any copies on eBay at all. I got one. Oh, did, what recently? Yeah, uh, but well before the show. Um, yeah. Before the show, I got one on eBay. Okay. Um, Twenty pounds. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to. I wanted an idea of a price because I li- got literally none. Yeah, twenty pounds. Um, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, how did you hear about it? Where did you find this? I heard about it on a YouTube channel. Did you know gaming? Right. Um, they do like a regular series called Region Locked, um, where they talk about games that were only released in one region and nowhere else. Okay. And I think that it was it was just one segment on a, a episode about. Uh, obscure Japanese games, mm-hmm. um, and the minute I saw it, I thought that's a put 'em up game. I'm gonna mm. got to get that on the go. Mm. Um, so yeah. Um, so this was the first time you played it with the in, or you played yes. it before? I played. I played a little bit of it before, okay. um, but as we'll go into, um, I shelved it until I played enough that I thought, yeah, this is going to be good for the show. And then I right. shelved it so we could play it through proper. Okay, cool. Yes. So it's, um, it's a, it's a 3d platformer essentially, um, in which you play as a small child called pointy who loses his mother in jelly town while trying to find her. He encounters a girl called Lillian who introduces pointy to the points colored orbs that can manipulate the emotions of other characters in order to solve platforming puzzles. Um, I, I'm writing. I, obviously, I've written all this out. It's just unlike all the other games, is with no help from Wikipedia whatsoever. I had to, you wanna, had to do all the work finish, and come up with want, my you own. You want to make the Wikipedia page? Just can I be kind the, of do? Yeah. I could just stick this in. Yeah, I, I probably should. Yeah, someone needs to. <laughs> uh, um, so, Poiny must explore all of Jellytown in search for his missing mother, meeting many hilarious characters as he goes, and dealing with Lolo, another little girl, accompanied by a gang of cats called the Hell Nyaws. Who seem hell bent for some reason on the supply of poison points to the residents of the town? Um, it's an it's an interesting game, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I like the personality in it. Yes, and I like the characters, and yes. I love the dialogue. Yes, <laughs> because this is a Japanese only game, but it's fully in full English. I get including the, voices. Yeah, I get the impression that it mm. was intended to be to get an international release at some point. Yes. Um, just because of the amount of effort that's gone into, oh, you know, tons, all, yeah. all the voicing. And, there's you loads know, of dialogue in it. Yeah. There's loads of dialogue. It's all voiced, and it's voiced well. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, for the most part. Yeah, it is voiced well. It's voiced humorously, definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so they haven't cheaped out on the voices. It's not like they've just got, you know, a bunch of agency actors who've never read a role before and it's just like, oh, uh, you know, they they put the effort in. It's really... They do put the effort in. Yeah. I, I do love the occasional, like, um, errors and stuff in there because it's not all perfect English, no. not all perfect spelling. <laughs> and I love that you get the feeling that it hasn't been had the... Although they have intended it for a, a Western release, they haven't had, like, someone... You know, in one of those countries, look over it. Really, <laughs> they've had some translator in Japan do it all, and they haven't really like fully, <laughs> fully gone through it. Yeah, fine to you've come, you know. Um, 
one my one, <laughs> I I think I posted this screenshot on Twitter. Um, there's a character called Tom, and at one point he says this: "What am I, sticky buggers?" <laughs> It's brilliant. I love it. I, I, I mean, I don't know what that's supposed to be. I know. What does that mean? <laughs> what am I, sticky buggers? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it means, but I'm going to endeavour to use it in my day-to-day life. Yeah, sticky buggers. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So, yeah. T- tips. The report was due on Wednesday. Look, what am I, sticky buggers? <laughs> <laughs> Just, it, it, to sort of coin that phrase would be yeah, great, wouldn't it? To sort yeah, of introduce it, fits it as all like occasions. A, it's, yeah. Know. Oh yeah. Well, my sticky buggers. I mean, <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah, gonna, exactly. yeah, me too. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Um. So, what's a point? What is a point? It's yeah. an orb that can influence emotions. But then, isn't you could? Oh, we haven't mentioned the Cartman point, have we? Yeah, yeah. So when you when you uh, meet Lillin, this girl, she basically entrusts this small child with saving the whole town for some. <laughs> she literally just meets him. Oh yeah, you'll do. Save, save us, please. But, no, I'm looking for my mum here. You know, cause yeah. it, I, I, like that in that whole in the whole game, he's kind of just asking everyone where his mum is. Yeah. But he's also got this important quest to do <laughs> at the same time. I like, kind of like that juxtaposition. But yeah, the, she introduces, she gives him the, this what we'll call the Cartman point, hmm. um, a, 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 po- a talking point with a bit of an attitude, who sounds exactly like Eric Cartman from South Park. It is exactly. It's, it's not just that it sounds a bit like him; it just sounds exactly like him. Yeah. Hey, Green. Yeah. <laughs> Pee get off the pet. You know. <laughs> Pee will get off the pet. I know. <laughs> and he's always like coming on to Lillian as well whenever they're in the scene together, aren't they? A babe in need is a babe indeed. Yeah, I know. He's got a really sleazy little coin that hangs off the tail of um, yeah. the pointy. Um, but that's what I mean. What are points then? Cause what are points? I mean, are they all are they all sentient? Are they all alive? Is well, that know, one is, but he's the only example. As, as, that's what I mean. As as but I could see, yeah. that's terrific. Yeah. So you've got an open world, well, an open world, uh, a hub world, is what I mean to say, of Jelly Town, where all the levels are connected to them, a bit like Sonic Adventure. So you go into a level and it's got these characters wandering around and some of them are enemies and some of them are inhabitants, but they're all the same person. It's just the enemy might have had a, a red point on him. So red points make you angry, blue points make you sad, and yellow points make you happy. And if you throw a point at a character, it will take on that emotion. So if you throw a red point point at one of them, he'll become he'll sort of become an enemy and could start trying to attack you. Generally, yeah. But you might need him to be red in order for him to knock down like a door or something blocking your way. And then similarly for the there's an instance where two characters are in like a a little sort of dried up lake and you have to give them both blue points to sort of cry and to fill up the lake with the tears <laughs> so it's things like that it's sort of little puzzle platforming kind of deal yeah so that's essentially what points are i mean i think that, i think it transpires as sort of alien stuff aren't they yeah towards the end but um and you can also float with them if you grab a point you can sort of if you hold the jump button you can float across gaps and stuff so it's you know it's all all the platform is kind of related to that it's quite simple kind of stuff yeah, 
it's quite a neat little mechanic, though. I it thought. is. It's, it is a neat mechanic. I can't think of a similar one. That no, I was going to say it's it's quite quite a unique little game, really. Yeah, because um, you don't normally get the ability to influence like enemies and stuff. No, and, and change and, their behaviour, change their their emotions and stuff, and yeah, yeah, that's not something I've come across. No, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I'm sensing there's a big but coming here from you. The the but is that I found some uh, most of the platforming is fine. There are a couple of instances I, I found very frustrating. The camera, and I'm not one of those people that always goes on about cameras in games because I find it a bit kind of tedious. You know, most cameras are fine. Mm. This one's very rigid. Yeah. You can only really reset it and sort of to where you're pointing to. You can't, and that made jumps quite difficult because you can't look down. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that was quite frustrating. There was a bit, and so some there's something a little bit weird about the jump as well. You don't quite, if you're holding the jump button down, you don't quite get the height sometimes that you expect it to. But then sometimes it's very, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's very kind of finickety about it sometimes. Yeah. There was a point. It was where you got the dried up lake hmm. and there was some quite precarious platforms and there's a ledge a higher ledge connected to it and you had to use a point to stand on stand on the point and then jump from the point to the ledge and you can position the point where you want but there's a character always standing there and i got so frustrated with this time and time again i just kept not jumping right and not getting it and every time i fell i landed in front of this person and that triggers them to talk and just kept uh, talking the same yeah. thing over and over and over again and i almost threw the control i got so cross <laughs> <laughs> i did i did get past it and luckily yeah. you don't have to go back to that bit because the lake then fills up but yeah there was just a couple of bits like that that, mm. that kind of unsettled me a bit and just made it feel like a little bit more janky a little bit not quite as good as it could be yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can, I can agree with that. Mm. I, I, the thing I found particularly, I, I, I didn't finish the game. No, I didn't either. I didn't finish it, but I spent far too long on the opening sections of the game. Mm. Um, I find it a bit. Sometimes it can feel a bit like one of those "Where am I supposed to go?" kind of games. Yes. Yes. And I wandered around, and particularly there's a bit. I, th- I, I can't remember, I think you might have got stuck on the same bit when you did it on the live stream. Yeah. Um, in the sewer. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know where I was supposed to go. Mm, and that was confusing, yeah. Yeah, and there's a bit where you, um, Cartman says to you, um, oh, you, uh, you, can, you can climb on these and you, you can climb on these and reach higher platforms or something. But he mm. says it before you even get to the point where that thing <laughs> is. So I was looking around there in this tunnel like, well, what am I yeah. supposed to be climbing on then? Yeah, that's basically the tutorial level, isn't it? To, yeah. to introduce you to the mechanics. But it wasn't particularly laid out very well. I no, think, no. For that reason, there's a lot of sort of tight spaces. There was puzzle rooms where I got through, but I didn't know how I did it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You had to, maybe you had to change all the all the guys' emotions you know, to a certain thing, but I was just throwing points around, and eventually the door opened, and I wasn't quite sure what I did. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, it's. It, I, I I spent far too long on that tutorial level. Yeah. Um, you know, than I think I should have done. Really, I think <laughs> it's meant to be like a quick five minute level, and I spent a lot longer than five minutes. Yeah. On it. yeah. Um, and the first boss where the the meows are in, they all pull up in the car. Yeah. Oh, I, f- uh, I find that so difficult. 
Oh, do you mean um, the Petite Gang? The Petite Gang, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I quite, I kind of like that boss because it was quite quite a good idea, I suppose. Yeah. Basically, the Petite Gang, I really like the Petite Gang and I love Tom, the leader, <laughs> because he's just, he's a, love, he's a little guy, he's got a big nose, very cute. They're, they're just like three little kind of infants, basically. But they're so aggressive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Little pointy's just wandered into their their base, and he and he's just like he's start he's cruising for a bruising. This this Tom guy, you he know, he's sure just is. he's really start really picking on him, really picking a fight, you know. He's like and he's got, and he's, his voice is like it's like the voice actor held his nose while he's talking. <laughs> yes. So he's doing like I'm gonna bust you up. <laughs> And he just sounds so funny. He sounds. Yeah. Like, he seems like you could like put your, you know, that thing where you put your hand on his forehead and he can't quite get you. you yeah, know, that kind of little thing. <laughs> he's like, like swinging like um, yeah. Scrappy Doo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a lovely little character, and he's just he's really funny. And then you got uh, like his girlfriend is kind of constantly like egging him on, and then the the other member just doesn't seem to have a clue what's going on. He's just always complaining like he's hungry, he's hungry. or feeling sick, or <laughs> and he just doesn't. He's just completely out of it, basically. <laughs> And I, I, the characters are really funny and really, mm. um, really entertaining. I think that's 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 really what, it, you know, if you're going to push through with, with this game, it'll be the characters and the the charm of it that that pushes you through. I think definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the the, the point mechanic is is really quite good, you know, but it's not going to be the gameplay that that keeps you going. I think it's no. going to be the the overall package. It's not just th- going to be because you enjoy points. The point mechanic is a good idea that isn't quite fleshed out mm. as much as I would like. You're limited to just the three emotions. It's got things like when it, if only two points are there, you can merge them together to create the third one. But sometimes I felt like the points didn't have the effect I expected. Like I would give them a blue one and they wouldn't be sad. They would be angry sometimes. Did you ever find that? I was really confused in some places. I can't think of... A time like I, maybe it's just me, but I felt like I was getting the wrong end of the stick. Like there was an idea that I was missing. Were they already angry? So a different kind of emotion affects them in a different way. Maybe, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Is it is it a case like that they're in stages? So if like they go like angry, neutral, sad, or yeah. you know, in, I don't know. I can't remember. Mm. No, there's just some. There's there's an odd sort of sense that I was getting that I wasn't quite getting it. Hmm. Um, and maybe I wasn't. Maybe there's a deeper mechanic there that that you know makes it more interesting. But there I could be. Like yeah. you say, though. I mean, when you said about the um, the tutorial level where you just sort of chuck points about until the doors opened, hmm. I I took that approach to the game in general. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to brute force it. <laughs> just yeah, chuck and you kind of about. you kind of can because there's the bosses as well, aren't there? They um, yeah. They're usually um, a sort of an ordinary character that has been poisoned by these poison points, and they get, just start going after you, and they're pretty big, and you've got to chuck a specific point at them at specific times. There's a colour in the top corner, and you've got yeah. to match it. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're kind of... Yeah. They're, they're a bit, yeah, a bit meh, I would say. Yeah, I do A bit fairly formulaic. They're all kind of the same. Um, they mix it up a bit with the bird guy. I, I wrote his name down. I can't remember what he's called now. Pillow. Um, did you get that fight? It's in the jungle. I don't think I got that far. I think I, okay. I, 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 I 
frustrating. Well, that one is the, essentially the same, but instead of him being a boss, he's building a house, and you just have to give him the like the, the coloured point that he wants to paint his house with. So it's a boss, and there are those little hell meows running around, but it feels like a more constructive kind of boss than you know just a battle. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even yeah, it's essentially the same thing. But yeah, it's just an interesting twist on it. Um, I, I I got a bit further than that. But I didn't finish it. I only got, I would say, about halfway through the game. But I did watch the rest on YouTube. Yeah. Um, did you do did you that I, as well, or did you? Yeah, I've watched bits on YouTube. Yeah. yeah I, I couldn't find a, a full playthrough though. I don't know if anyone's. I did. Completed yeah. it. Oh, did you? I, I found thought... one that was in about twelve parts. Um, oh right. Okay. It's about a six-hour game, six or seven-hour game. Mm. Um, and yeah, there was some. But the YouTube is funny about that sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes I I'm playing a part and it just goes to a completely different video, and I'm like, well, well, well why didn't you just go to the next part? And sometimes the they're hard part. to track down, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I would say. What did you uh, did you like the art style of the game? Yeah, I it grew on me. I found it's very it's very bold. <laughs> it's very. It is. Yeah, there's a lot of bold, bright colours. Yeah, um, I think it'd, it'd probably be a bit of an acquired taste. I think. Um, yeah, I quite, I did quite like the box. It grew on me. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's sort of, it's not particularly early PS2. It's kind of mid PS2, and it's, it, you know, it's some of the the models are quite blocky, but it kind of, it, I think it works with the art style because the art style is simplified. You yeah, know, it's not like complex textures or anything. There's, there's sort of, a lot of the time, it's just sort of almost one color. You know. Per, per part of a model, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I quite liked it. The music was quite good as well. Some, some sort yeah, the music's of quite good. Tunes in there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I listened to the the theme tune over and over again to try and figure out what they're saying, but all <laughs> I could hear is mysterious power. I don't know what the rest of it I is. I think it says adults they will never know the mysterious power. That's what I got. Oh, he's maybe. A kid. But yeah, I, what yeah. the mysterious power is, I don't know. Well, po- points, the, presumably. Power of the points, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose so. It's got a really weird kind of intro, isn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Ram Jam Space Paris. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the other thing. That, like, the the nonsensical catchphrases just fly all over around. <laughs> fly around in this game, don't they? His is, um, yippee yo, you can't touch this. You can't touch this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tom's is, um, check it to the genius. I don't know what that means. <laughs> And uh, even less sensical than that is um, the Lolo's, who's like the the the, the arch rival, I suppose, who keeps popping up. Hers is Nanny Nanny Boo Boo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and she just says it to like end the end yeah. the dialogue. You know, I mean, <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. So it's a it's a weird game, as you would it's expect. It's a weird game, yeah. For you know, it's um, but if you're into that kind of thing, I think there's. You know the the charm, as I said before, the charm carries it through. If it didn't have that, it would be kind of a a bit of a dud game, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. I think if you like the kind of games we cover, yeah. then it's probably going to be worth your time to try it out. Yeah, if you can track it down. If you can track it um, down, I, I emulated it, and that was fine on my PC. Um, you know, there'll be ways of playing it. Hang on a yeah. second. I'm just going over to the shelf where it is here. Let me tell okay. you. I got the. Oh, here we go. Hang on. So on the cover, it mm-hmm. says "Poiny's Poin," as you'd mm. expect, but it also says "Dope" with uh, that's spelled D O O P E. Yeah. 
Then it says Jellytown Original, sweet flavour, addicted, 100% pure point. Mm. I can't imagine anyone picking up that box and having any idea what that <laughs> game's about. <laughs> that, you, you, you feel like Japan does that a lot, don't they? They like yeah. take English or American phrases and just, just, just stick them, them on anywhere. things. Because to, if, to a Japanese eye who doesn't speak English, it just looks cool, doesn't it? Yeah. In the same way that Japanese text kind of looks cool to us. <laughs> do, you, do you ever watch... <laughs> We're going on a sidetrack here, but do you ever yeah. watch... Um, uh, there's a YouTube channel, Abroad in Japan. No, I don't know. There's a, there's a guy, he, he's moved to, he moved to Japan to teach English and he ended up staying there. Yeah. And he just he just shows he does the videos about life in Japan basically, okay. but he does a, he does a few videos a series of um, examples of Japanese people using English <laughs> completely devoid of context, <laughs> and there's a, he goes down uh, down to the the sort of city centre and stuff, and they've got a, a massage parlour there mm-hmm. uh, called Sexy Friendly Club. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, I I totally believe that. That's the kind of thing they do, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um so yeah, I would say I I I give it a recommendation. I'm not going to say it's the best game you're ever going to play. Yeah. Um but I would give it a cautious recommendation. I give it a cautious give recommendation. It a try out or just check it out on YouTube if you're not sure. Yeah. Um don't spend a lot of money on it. It's probably not worth it. But yeah, if you if you're in the position to just try it out, definitely give it a try. And yeah, it's got some interesting ideas. I just think you know they could be could have been implemented a bit better. Yeah, mm. I can see why. If it was, and I, I I get the impression it was intended for an international release. I yeah. can see why they pulled the plug on it. Yeah, I yeah. don't know if it would have much mainstream appeal. Um, oh, not mainstream, I wouldn't have thought. No. But then again, you do get those weird games that st- slip through the net, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you that, do, that... sometimes. Things like, you know, Mr. Mosquito and Parappa mm. the Rapper. Katamari Damacy. Katamari you know, Damacy, yeah. Some of them examples. filter through, but... Um... Yeah, this didn't... Uh, I think I think the gameplay didn't carry it through, because those no. those examples have good... They're weird and crazy, but they have good gameplay, and this just isn't quite and strong enough. They're very accessible, and yeah. I don't know if the... the I don't know if this is quite as accessible as those ones, but um, mm. I, I I still enjoy it. I'm glad I'm I'm yeah. glad I played it. Yeah, me too. No, you can't touch this. Right, so we've got a couple of exciting things coming up Lay in, the next, in the next two episodes. So um, I'm going to tell you my book club pick, and you know what series this is from. Mm-hmm. The listener doesn't. Um, but I will, what I will say is we're not going to play it next month. We've got something else lined up next month. It's not a book club. It's none of our normal features. It's something else. We're going to get to that in a second. The month after, so probably July, we will be playing a Legend of Zelda game. The Legend of Zelda game we will be playing is Minish Cap on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. So I was sure it was going to be Ocarina of Time. But Minish Cap well, is, okay. see, I was umming and ahhing about this, and it almost feels too epic because those kind of games. I mean, I don't know how you'll you'll get on with them, but I they're just something really, really special. Okay, not to not to do a disservice to the games we've covered or the games that we will cover in the rest of the year. 
but it would to put those up against something like Ocarina of Time or, in my opinion, Wind Waker and the Podmap Awards at the end of the year would be. It's just not the same, you know. You would. It's something I don't, I don't I don't know I just don't think it would work I think you have to kind of go away and play them yeah. I don't know but okay. it's just you know and, and we kind of often focus on the sort of the more quirkier and the less known games anyway yeah that's true I mean this is a fairly well known game but it's not you know it's not as well known no definitely no it's um it's made by Capcom for one thing not mm. Nintendo so but it it hits all the beats that you would expect in a Zelda game okay um and I think I have heard it most heard it described as a good beginner's zelda you know it is it is top down it's actually the only top down 2d zelda game i've played in full i was debating between this and a link to the past which is the snes one i have played about half of that and i stopped halfway because i got a little bit frustrated with it but that was a long long time ago i'm sure it's a really good game everyone says it is but i I was just thinking this might there's something about this game that we might enjoy better i think okay um, and it, it kind of fits a little bit more with our the kind of games we play, I think. So yeah, that's what we'll be playing. We wanted to do, uh, we wanted to have a longer go at this sort of game because it's quite, it's yeah. not super long. I think it's about fifteen to twenty hours. Yeah, maybe. but I think with RPGs, you need to give a a, a bit of a bit more you time do, to them. Anyway, yeah, really. I know. And I wouldn't in a month. I wouldn't have the time to finish that. No, anyway. Definitely. So yeah, so that's what we're doing. That'll be our July episode. So okay, look forward brilliant. to that. In our June episode. And this has been a very Sonic-focused show already, but it's going to be the next month is going to be exclusively Sonic-focused. This is this is the Sonic 30th anniversary music spectacular. We are talking about 30 different Sonic games for the 30th anniversary. We're playing 30 different tracks, one from each of those games. Um, and yeah, that's going to be the show. We're going to have uh, a good old chat about Sonic. Yeah. For once. <laughs> yes. For once. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think um, it'd be good. He's a good hedgehog. He's a good hedgehog, and we talk about him all the time, so I figured you know, he deserves a, a, his own episode exclusively. You know, that's 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 what we're going to be doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a music episode, like a bit like our Mega Drive one that I did, but we'll both be in it, <clears throat> and we'll both be um, discussing stuff. Yeah. Mm. Do you see that hedgehog on Twitter? All its spines fell out. <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, poor little thing, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I don't mean to laugh at that. No, it's just, yeah. It's more the the more the what you the way you brought it up. I don't know. Well, talking about hedgehogs, yeah, yeah. All his spines fell out. He just looks like oh. a little like a little Yorkshire pudding, basically. Oh, poor um, little fella. Yeah, I think they you know they just they feed him now. Um, How does that happen then? I I suppose it's like I don't know. I'm just gonna make it up. It's like alopecia, I suppose. Hmm. Um, mm. You know, he probably just got a bit stressed, you know, in his his day to day, you know, the daily grind, being a hedgehog, eating yep. grubs and whatever. Yeah. Um, just got to him a bit, and that's it. Bam! Woke up in the morning in a nest of his own spines. Yeah. You know, it's never, that's never a situation you want to find yourself in. But luckily, you know, he was in a sanctuary, or oh, he, he right. is now. So yeah. um, I can't remember his name. I'm gonna look him up now while you, um, you know, you cover me with what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I'll cover you by um, reminding the listeners of, our, of the ways you can contact us. Bon so you can hedgehog. talk to us uh, on email. We are podemup at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at podemup. On Twitch, we're twitch.tv slash podemup. And podemup.live is our little website. I might stream some Sonic games between now and, and then. Oh, yeah, um, that'd be good. Just yeah. to, uh, you know, set the mood. 
Um, he was called Ratty, but th- th- this is a different one. This is a different one. Um, so Ratty, uh, he's a hedgehog. Uh, his spines fell out, but he's grown them back now, and he's back oh. out, back out in the hedges. Oh, um, that was because of an infection. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one I think. Uh, but oh yeah, we go. Bold hedgehog gets daily massages with almond oil. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> to keep his skin soft and Sorry. smooth, which is you know that's an important <laughs> for the hedgehog about town. It is. Yeah, uh, so it's just a funny headline, isn't it? Really? Yeah, what's his name? Nelson. There we go. Nelson the Hedgehog. Mm. He's the fastest thing alive. It says. Um, ah, nice. Nelson, he can really move. Nelson, he's got an attitude. <laughs> apparently, so yeah. He, yeah. There you go. When he's greased up with his almond oil, there's no stopping him. No, absolutely. As a thought to keep you going, and uh, yeah. yeah, so get in touch with us, and we will be back. Um, uh, whenever it is we're back probably if we line everything up i'll probably aim for on or around the the big sonic birthday which is 23rd of june so um yeah look for us then yeah <clears throat> for our sonic episode and zelda one in july so yeah thanks very much for listening it's a, it's a packed schedule it is it's busy we've it's got a lot summer to do. spectacular it is some <laughs> bottom up summer spectacular <laughs> don't miss it don't miss it bye bye